0: I'm Kevin Bachman. On this episode of Background Check Radio, I'm going to tell you why I'm angry. I'm going to tell you what I'm going to do about it, and why you should be just as angry as me. Stick around. Okay, so I'm sitting here recording this on March 3rd, 2021, and I want to tell you what's happening right now. The sun is shining, I hear birds outside my window, today's my sister-in-law's birthday, and would have been my grandmother's 100th. And I'm more optimistic about life, my business, and our industry than I have been in a long, long time. So why am I so optimistic? I'll tell you. But first, I want to share a word from today's sponsor and HR's best friend, Noble Diagnostics. Noble Diagnostics is a full-service TPA who's made their mark providing compliant occupational health, drug screening, and risk assessment solutions to clients across the globe. Noble provides instant test kits, including COVID, DNA paternity testing, and you know it's not just about their testing solutions. They also offer drug-free workforce and risk assessment solutions, teaching you how to run effective programs from inside your businesses. HR's best friend, the compliance officer's best friend, Noble Diagnostics. If you can find a better partner, use them. You know, if if you've heard me or seen me speak anywhere virtually in the last six to eight months, you've heard me say repeatedly, this does not get any better until consumer confidence returns. Whether one state opens or one state closes, whether dining capacity is at 15% or 50%, none of it in the macro matters. Only when massive amounts of people are comfortable getting on airplanes, going to a bar, listening to live music indoors, or going to a ball game, that, that consumer confidence doesn't improve until tens of millions of people get shots in their arms. And you know what? Right now, tens of millions of people are getting shots in their arms. It's amazing. It's exciting and inspiring. I'm happier than I've been in a long time, personally and professionally. But th- that self-reflection is, is also making me kind of angry. It made me realize how fleeting opportunities are, how small that window is, how our accomplishments, the blood, sweat, tears we shed to get there, it can all be wiped away so quickly. I'm angry because I used to be comfortable. Well, maybe not comfortable, but, but tolerant. Let's use that word, tolerant. We, we've all been tolerant. We know what's wrong. We know how to make it right or minimize the risk Something bad if it, 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 something bad happens but we we don't we didn't we just tolerated it our accomplishments today where we're standing professionally our business our roles the last 12 months have shown us nothing is guaranteed so how do I translate that to our businesses the the slam dunk prospect that didn't close a large client that left abruptly a key team member putting in their notice you know that that prospect a perfect fit fit on paper but maybe you didn't use enough data you didn't investigate enough to pick apart the competitor Maybe you weren't aggressive enough in the sales cycle. You you got a little too comfortable. That key client who left. You knew you needed to tighten up your day-to-day operations because that's what protects you when something bad happens, right? A strong, consistent track record of excellence operationally is the insurance that protects you when invariably we break a couple eggs. Next, I'll talk about that key employee who left. But let's pause for a minute chat about today's sponsor, Noble Diagnostics. It's one thing to provide testing kits and Oc health solutions to employers. It's another to provide the consulting solutions to advise them on how to do it right. Noble Diagnostics does it both. Working hand-in-hand with CRAs and employers, they play a valuable role helping organizations stay compliant while hiring quickly and safe, safely. Noble Diagnostics offers driver qualification file management solutions. They have MROs on staff, and can support testing at any one of their close to 20,000 PSCs or mobile units. HR's best friend, the compliance officer's best friend, Noble Diagnostics. If you can find a better partner, use them. Okay, back to the episode, that, that key employee who left. Maybe it's because they saw you tolerate mediocrity in other team members. You knew you needed to step in, but no one really likes hard conversations, so you just let it linger until that performance became the new normal. They saw it. Figured it wouldn't matter how hard they tried, so they became mediocre too. Or they saw it, knew it wasn't in their DNA to become average, but also saw no real reward to being excellent with you, so they decided to go be excellent somewhere else. You know, it's cases like those three. I, I want you to join me. I want you to get a little angry too. I want you to take the things you know aren't right and go fix the problem. Listen, guys... 2021 is, is the year of not messing around. Now, I'm thinking of another word when I said it, but, but you get the picture. You know I, I'm more ambitious now than I've ever been. I am simply not going to tolerate things that I would have accepted. It's making me angry thinking about what I might have previously let slide. And you should be too, because 12 months ago, we all got smacked right in the face. I, I realize that when you tolerate a problem, you're not looking past it one time. You're dealing with it every time it hits you. Here's a personal example, one that has nothing to do with screening. As as I wrote this podcast, I did it on my Mac. And for two months, I've been tolerating that I have to bang down on the letter A over and over and over again. And I have to go back on everything I write and fix all the typos for 60 days. And I write a lot. So last week, I got sick and tired of being sick and tired. For that and a bunch of other reasons, I, I, I ordered a new computer. But why did I tolerate it for so long? Why do we tolerate these small things for so long that hit us? Because in the grand scheme of things, we think every other problem, client email, client call, was more important. And I I kind of still believe that's true, but in a vacuum. Because when small business problems occur with regularity, it's not a small problem anymore. It's one of the biggest things on your plate. That's what we forget. It's not just severity. It's severity plus frequency. If the severity is low, but the frequency is through the roof, that's not a big problem. That's not a minor annoyance. That's a pretty big problem now. So I see this in our businesses. And and how many of you have decided to become as ambitious as I am to go out and fix things? How many of you right now are saying, I will close that prospect. I will keep that client. I will work with the best and no one but the best. And it's that point I want to riff on for, for a minute or two here because we've all been guilty of this. That's one of the most common mistakes I see. I see this with CRAs and how they handle underperforming staff members shops that employ mediocre or below average employees consistently underperform those who don't it it's one of the biggest ways money leaks out of your business without even knowing it and, and shame on us because we probably already know it's a better fit for the company and, and the person if we part ways but we don't like conflict we don't like to terminate we don't want to spend the time and energy to rehabilitate either, though, so we look the other way, and nothing changes but the calendar. And and here's where we double down on the financial pain. Because we're tolerating this, and because cash is leaking out the back door, now we don't have the cash to hire the rock stars. People who are better, who are faster, who can generate more output. Cheap is expensive, guys. And, and I'm not saying everyone listening is cheap, but it's human nature to pay average wages and hope for above average results. But have we ever tried the alternative? Have we tried hiring better people at higher wages to lock in higher results and managing up or managing out those who don't deliver? And, and if, if you don't, are you willing to continue to put the pieces back together when your average wage for average or below average results creates the extremely predictable ops, compliance, and client relations challenges. And if you're the leader or owner of a company and you have to step in and fix these things, what weren't you able to do because you were busy doing that? You know, when the, when the key client that left over one mistake, you know, they did it because they didn't have previous wow experiences beforehand. So there was no partner goodwill built up. You're just the vendor in that case, not the partner. When, when the key employee leaves because they saw you tolerated mediocre, and you didn't do anything about it. Or maybe they became mediocre themselves. So my takeaway is as I wrap up that rift, uh, don't think of talent as an expense. Think of it as buying results. What you pay and who you pay it to determines if you're buying a high probability result or a low probability result. Higher pay, higher probability. Lower pay, lower probability. More uncertainty, more business risk. So my advice to you listening is, whether it's your staff, your client base, your prospects, You know what needs to be done. You've known for a while, whether it's the performance problem or any of the others I've mentioned. Now it's up to you. And I'm excited to hear what happened when you decided to go fix the problem. Remember my story about the letter A on my computer? My new Mac was delivered an hour ago. I'm Kevin Bachman. Thanks for listening to this episode of Background Check Radio. Have a great day.